Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-dow Two, three, three. Woo! <laughs> okay. Good enough. All right. Do you want to intro this one? Because I don't know what to say. <laughs> hey, welcome back to another episode. That's right. It is another That's episode. It. <laughs> it's another episode. <laughs> of American Brews and Tunes. <laughs> Heck yeah. This is going to be a fun one. I hope so. I mean, I'm time excited. will tell, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> hey, time reveals all. I'm pretty confident that you're right. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm right. I'm confident <laughs> that I'm right as well. <laughs> that's a that's an uber confidence. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Not the ubermensch though. The ubermensch. Ubermensch is uh, <laughs> Nietzsche. Nietzsche, yeah. yeah. Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, what an interesting guy. Anyway, this isn't a philosophy podcast. No, this, this is a podcast is a, about beer and music. Yeah. Two of the best things in one place. Two things that lead to philosophy sometimes. They they lead to and are a result of. Well, I mean, philosophy can also lead to beer and music, you know, or beer exactly. and music can lead to philosophy. It's exactly. It's, a cycle. it's almost like it's almost like life is a cycle, Steve. It's a chicken or, or the uh, egg situation. Chicken or the you know? egg situation, yeah. Which came first? Probably the chicken. Right. I would assume so, because something would have had egg. to make an egg. I mean, that is a really chicken. interesting question, right? Yeah. I, I would assume, yeah, it had to be the chicken first, right? I don't know. Who knows? It depends on what your idea of of uh, evolution or creation or, or all or, of that stuff. Where It depends what you, what you think of. It could be yeah. a, a plethora of options. Yeah. But do you know what there's not Who a plethora knows? of options? What? Of? Of the beer and music that we're picking today on episode 126 of American Brews and Tunes. Yeah, nice. There's not a plethora because it's already been decided upon. We're going to yeah. review Diamond Youth's second EP, which is called Don't Lose Your Cool. Ah, uh, what a great EP. Well, if we want to be uh, technical about it, it's technically not even Tec- a Diamond Youth EP. Oh, really? Yeah, they started out as the name Diamond. Oh, yeah, just Diamond. Right, yeah, and, and then, then they, they changed to Diamond Youth. Yeah, sh- shortly after this relief, they release, they added the youth. But it's all Diamond Youth, let's be honest. Yeah, it is. Um, but before we touch on that wonderful, wonderful EP, let's touch upon some beer. Yeah, we've got a, we got a pretty exciting one here. Um, I don't believe I've ever had a beer from this brewery either. And I don't believe I have either. The brewery is called Edmonds Oast Brewing Company, and they are out of Charleston, South Carolina. And the beer we're trying from them is called Cut of the Leaf Centennial. So I'm assuming this is, a, well, it's a pale ale, but I'm assuming they mainly use Centennial hops mm-hmm. in this beer. That's my guess. No, I have not I looked into it yet. I can say that I have had one Edmonds Oast beer before. It was their Oktoberfest. Oh, nice. I gave it a 3.75, so that means I liked it. It was probably pretty good then. 3.75 out of 5. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, But like Jesse said, this is a a pale ale. Did you say what the name was? I wasn't even paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's called Cut of the Leaf Centennial. Cut of the Leaf Centennial. So I'm assuming that Cut of the Leaf maybe is a pale ale series where they use different 
hops? Like this version is the centennial one, perhaps? I would guess so. Uh, whenever I looked it up, cut of the leaf on untapped, it says cut of the leaf centennial, cut of the leaf amarillo, cut of the leaf cashmere. So I think you're probably right. I mean... And they're that all would, pale ales. That would definitely lead me to be uh, thinking that that's the case. And especially when you look up the description of this beer, here's what it says. One in a series of whole leaf ah. single hop pale ales. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> meant to explore the nuances of minimally processed hop flowers. Cut of the leaf, centennial, bursts with floral notes of lemon oil and fresh lime zest. The Ooh. end result is golden, refreshing. Oh my goodness! Holy cow! This last set, this last little descriptor says, and highly quaffable. Oh my god. I goodness. kid you not! If you remember from the last episode, dear listener, you would remember <laughs> that we talked about the word quaffable quite a bit. I have never heard this word in my life. And now, two episodes in a row, wow. we're having the most quaffable beers. That's amazing. It's like a once in a quaffable, like once in a quaff time. Now you quaff, now you quaff again. Once you quaff, you never go back. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. All right, well, hey, I'm excited to try this. If it is, uh, I'm excited. we'll see if it's actually quaffable. Yeah, it uh, does not give the IBU level on uh, untapped, so we'll just have to figure it out for ourselves. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. say we crack this and pour it. All right. Ooh, nice. Well, it smells pleasant. Let's uh, see. Try I'm, to get, I'm, ex- I'm trying to pour this and get a little bit of noise on this microphone. See if I can do that. It'll be pretty clear. I don't think I got any noise on the microphone. <laughs> oh, it looks pretty nice. It is pretty, it's, pretty it's clear. Very, it's pretty clear, yeah. That's what I like uh, to see. What color would you call that? It's almost like a mustard yellow. Um, or like a, right. grainy, yeah, a grainy yellow. I guess mustard yellow isn't the best description. <laughs> it's like an orangish clear yellow. Yeah. Oh, it smells really good. You know what it smells like, Steve? Um, hops. <laughs> it smells like centennial hops. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what it smells like. And I think I do kind of get some of that, that like, uh, lime and lemon zest that they're talking about, too, on the notes, oh, anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. It smells like some fresh citrus. Yeah. Fresh AF nice. citrus in here. It smells good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like shall it. we see if it's as quaffable as they say? Yes, let's see. All right, let's uh, give it a, a one, two, three, and as we always say, on American Brews and Tunes... Down the quaff. Hmm. It's definitely, definitely that lime and lemon lime citrusiness. Really good. It's like really lemon limey. More than I thought it would be. But in like a good way. Like, it's not, it's someone, not like we're over here drinking a Sprite or something like that. I was like about that. to say, did someone take out the, like, did someone add an unsweetened Sprite to this beer? Because <laughs> it, it is that, like, lemon-lime flavor, but more of, like, a, a natural lemon-lime as opposed to, like, yeah. s- sweet pop. I mean, it must it must be just the, uh, like, the the natural uh, the kind flavor of notes profile of, that, the, of Centennial hops? Yeah, it must be. I mean, oh, that, that's, that's probably why it's so, like, good for IPAs. 
I would love to just have a uh, a flight of this cut of the leaf series, just like all the different ones. Yeah, to, that would to do be like A really and B's next. It would be really interesting yeah. to, to try all those. Uh, ooh, I'm already getting a hot burp too. Nice, hot burps are the best. There. Ooh, I'm pouring in the last little bit of mine, and it is sedimenty, dude. Oh really? Oh yeah. I can't see through mine anymore. <laughs> you know what? I don't, I don't know if I'm able to pour this. Do you have, like, a bigger glass than a pint glass? I've got one of those pub-style pint glasses, you know, with, like, the uh, like the little, almost like a bubble two-thirds of the way up. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the standard flying saucer type glass. Nice. That's yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. And I think it's a pint size, because I... It fits this pint. <laughs> <laughs> it fits the beer, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I just poured out the rest of it, and yeah, that is sedimenty. Can you see through yours anymore? Nope. Yep, mine's no longer as clear as it, as it once was, but that's okay. We'll, maybe we'll get some yeah. more flavor on the second uh, sip here. Yeah, I do enjoy this, yeah, the uh, sediment beers, so. um, Let me see. There might be a little bit more of a potent flavor, but... Yeah, it's more or less there as like it was. Yeah, before. it's the same. As we do with all beers on American Brews and Tunes, um, if we think the flavor profile changes as it warms up, we will let you know. Otherwise, oh, yeah. shall we delve into this EP by yeah. Dan? Yeah, let's delve into this EP. All right, like I mentioned before, it's their second EP released, um, and they were still going by the name Diamond. Like if you see the cover of the uh, the EP, it just says Diamond on the top. Um, and I think right after they released this or shortly after they, they added youth for some reason. Um, I like it better whenever they added youth. I, I do too. It's a weird band name. Like I think the, f- the first time I heard the name, I thought of like um, 303 or like Broken Side, one of those oh, weird like okay. yeah, yeah. poppy rap disco rock. Weird. It's like something <laughs> kind of weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know what I would have expected either. Yeah. Like, if someone just said, "Oh, the band's name is Diamond Youth," because I think it's, whenever we first heard them, weren't we seeing a Sweller show when we first heard them? We sure were at the uh, the Smiling Smiling Moose. Moose yeah, um, and they were touring this EP at the time. It was the uh, it had come out shortly before that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they were opening for the Swellers. Weren't we talking to, we were talking to some of the members from the Swellers, and they were like, oh yeah, this band is great. They're like a surf rock type band, but heavier or something like that. I can't remember exactly what they, or whoever we were so, talking to about that. It was the, we were talking the with the, the bass player from the Swellers, and yeah, I think he was yep. talking about that, yeah. Yep, okay. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, after that show, I was like, oh, these guys are pretty good. So I, yeah. I think the... Um, EP was available for a free download, so I, I I did that and then listened to the crap out of it. Nice. It's um, a good one. It's a solid one. As as a band, um, Diamond Youth is in this like what's that word for when you have two circles? Oh, like a Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of se- several other bands mm-hmm. um, that share band members, and that includes uh, Diamond Youth, Turnstile, Angel Dust, and Trapped Under Ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. So it's like four. A four, uh, a four Venn diagram? <laughs> yeah. Four, four circles? Four circle Venn diagram. It's, it's odd. Super duper odd. And the only member that's in all bands is uh, Brandon Yates. 
Okay. He plays drums in Diamond Youth. He plays guitar in Angel Dust. He plays drums in Trapped Under Ice. And he's the lead singer of Turnstile. Oh, okay. He's the lead singer of Turnstile. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. But the drummer for Turnstile used to play bass for uh, Diamond Youth. Huh. Weird, um, huh? Yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, I mean, for those who don't know, Turnstile, like, the, the most re- their most recent album uh, was kind of like a huge commercial success. Yeah, right? it was a crossover out. Like, it crossed over with mainstream as much as a hardcore yeah. band can. And it's not necessarily yeah. fully a hardcore band, but they used to be. I mean, like, they, they were playing their songs at, like, hockey games and stuff like that. Like, between... Yeah. They were on late all the late night shows. Yeah, so like they have gotten a lot of success with that. Um, yep. So I guess yeah, that's why they haven't really released anything else for Diamond Youth. Yeah, they've been thoroughly Since busy with 2015 uh, is their le- their most recent release. Yeah, so it's been some time, and, and as far as we know, Diamond Youth is on like an indefinite hiatus. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe they'll come back. Yeah, maybe they will. But I mean, even even if they don't, I feel like I mean they've got quite a few EPs slash albums. Yeah, we've got plenty of plenty of music to enjoy, yes, even if they don't come back. For sure, um, they've got such a strange sound. Um, I think it's because like three of the members are from hard, like a hardcore background, and the singer is like from this like chill band. Mm-hmm. Um, like he he has another band called Paladino, and I I don't think they actually formed until after Diamond Youth, but it's kind of like an example of like what his um, musical palette is, and it's definitely like a more chill vibe than. Um, the other singers or the other uh, members background so like with all that coming together it's it's a kind of a unique creation diamond youth yeah um there's like elements of pop there's grunge surf rock there's hardcore and like plenty more like if um if i ever have to describe their sound to somebody i'll say it's nirvana meets the beach boys okay that's interesting yeah and i i i think it's accurate to be honest yeah, it's like if you take the uh, kind of heaviness of the guitars from Nirvana, and like the, the and a little bit of sludgy and grunge and the yeah, like almost a sludgy grunge, and then take the awesome harmonies from the Beach Boys and like those type of melodies. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good way to describe them. It's it's super interesting, um, and the result is Diamond Youth, and it's just a a really cool sound that I think is for everybody i don't think it's like a niche kind of yeah. band like I, I i think like it's there's something for everybody in it like they're a band that you could put on at a party and someone would be like oh hey who's this like and like multiple different people would be like oh i kind of like this, this is pretty cool absolutely i i totally 100 percent agree people wouldn't stare at you acro- from across the room and be like who just put this on yep they'd like be the like, one time who like just the one time in high on? school in my high school gym class, they'd rotate who got to pick <laughs> yeah. music. Yeah. And uh, I put on a Streetlight Manifesto album once. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We made it through two songs and everyone voted to turn it off. <laughs> I was so defeated. Oh, my gosh. What, You're what like, you hey, do? I like this music, guys. Come on. Who doesn't want to listen to a seven-piece ska band? Yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> but, uh, shall we go? Uh, shall we go track by track on this album here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, I'd recommend listening to the whole thing since it's only seven songs. It's a pretty tight EP. But yeah. if someone's hard pressed and they only want to listen to a couple, I've got two recommendations. And the first okay. one is the first song, "Sunburn." Yeah, I think that's like one of their most popular songs. So, 
It's totally yeah, it's definitely a big one. They've they've played it when we've seen them. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely starts out with like that grunge influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more more uh, aggressive in the verse, and then it's severely juxtaposed by the chorus when it gets it's like bubbly and floaty. And this is like the the Beach Boys esque sound when he's going to that uh, falsetto, and it's just this yeah. really really catchy melody. I know, and like that's that's one uh, one thing that I'm always impressed by by some of these bands, or I guess just by bands in general, is whenever they write like a really catchy melody that you can remember easily and that you can like easily get into and it's really Absolutely. it's like really easy to sing along even after just listening to the chorus one time mm-hmm. like dang like well done like <laughs> that's it's hard, it's hard to do super super well written and gets stuck in your head absolutely yeah um i just think it's so wild how different the verses and choruses are but they fit together like uh, like a puzzle mhm they definitely a perfect, do a perfect little puzzle pieces oh man I'm, I'm, there was another band that just came well the other bands similarly where they had like I guess it's kind of like turnstile to where they have like kind of weird verses sometimes and then like really melodic uh, choruses mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. there's a little bit of influence in turnstile I from mean, Diamond Youth for sure uh, but the only thing was with, with uh, Diamond Youth is it's just so golden and catchy it really is I love that chorus. Am I a fool forever wanting you? you. Yeah. And then and you just yeah. want to like smash something even though it's not like a hard yeah. chorus. <laughs> yeah, it's such a cool, such a cool combination. I love it. Yeah, such a, a cool song. Um, thematically, there's it's kind of like one focus throughout the entire album and it's um i'll get to it in the next song i guess but song number two is called fix of mine mm-hmm. um and they keep up with the catchiness for sure um but this one's almost a little yeah, bit more like do, a yeah. pop it's almost more like a like a pop punk song um mm, yeah i get to see you have that. you have those octave guitar chords that yeah. I, I could totally hear that in a like a pop punk song um, but then it, it kind of shifts away from that when the uh, verses kick in. Yeah, the uh, yeah, like, like the guitars kind of uh, tune out for a little bit, and it's just mm-hmm. like a, a drum beat. Doom, Yeah, and then the they go double time on the hi hats. Yeah, yeah. Thematically, like I said, it's like the last song where it's kind of somewhat about like a shallow relationship that that he thought was more than it was, but he was wrong. I'm um, like the the hook of this song is you were just a fix of mine, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I clearly, that, yeah, I clearly think that wasn't is, meant to be. Yeah, I think that is kind of like a a general theme throughout the whole album, and then there are a few are holy p, and then there are a few songs where he's kind of like calming himself down, almost in a way. Almost, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit, though. Not necessarily on the next song, which is track number three. Fly solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's flying solo now. Yeah. Um, this starts off with this like shimmery, clean, arpeggiated guitar line. Yeah. Um, and even like the verse come in and it's super chill, uh, way more than the last two songs starting mm-hmm. out. Um, and then when the chorus comes in, it's got these like big distorted guitars, um, and the guitars stay in for the second verse, so you don't have that same shimmeriness you have this like hard yeah like driving guitar part with the the 
the drummer is playing on the toms. Uh, it's just like has this completely different vibe, but it's like uh, I don't know. They just like build upon the first verse in the second verse, and they beef it up. Right, beefcake, yeah. beefcake, beefcake. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like that's what they are kind of doing. Like they do know how to build a song really well. Like it's almost like they're adding layers as it goes on. So like they're yep. crescendoing in a way, not yep. just like through volume, but through adding different parts to the song. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a really cool song. Um, again, it's a similar theme um, with a slightly different angle. Um, like, there's someone who cares for him um, in this instance, but he sh- kind of, like, shuts it down because he's got to fly solo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like the reverse. Right, yeah. Yeah. Got to fly solo. Yeah, he says, I don't need anyone. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's cowbell in this song too. This is pretty yep. cool. Yeah, not too many bands use cowbell, but I'll tell you which one band that does use a cowbell: Tree Shelf. Tree Shelf does. That's right. What up, Tree Shelf? Coming out in September. <laughs> yep. Layers. Be on the lookout. Yeah, speaking of layers. Yeah. Track number four. <laughs> track number four. <laughs> it's a title track. Don't lose your cool. Yeah. Um, acapella. For yes. sure. Um, totally uh, like a Beach Boys vibe because it's there's like three or four part harmonies, but yeah. it's not every voice singing the same part. There's yeah. parts that are moving and like intertwined, doing different things. Yeah, like they really went all out with uh, how they, um, I guess, composed the melody. Like I would imagine that they took quite a bit of time to like sit down and be like, all right. Like, this is going to be the main vocal, and then we're going to, like, have you come in here, and then we'll have another person come in here. And, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually, like, mapped it out in some way. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, too, because it, 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 it's thoroughly arranged very uh, methodically, and it it's, sounds so good. Yeah, the arrangement's very good. And it's it's under a minute long, right? Am I, am I right in that? I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty it's, sure it's, it's almost like a segue between... Fly solo and track number four. Yeah. Um, and or just, I mean just an alert, dear listener, if you try to listen to this on Spotify, you'll see track number four called "Don't Lose Your Cool," but it's the audio for the previous track, "Fly Solo." Yes, for uh, some which is reason. strange. So if, if you want to hear this, get it on iTunes or Apple Music, whatever it's called now, or um, get it directly from Diamond Youth's Bandcamp. Yeah, for some reason um, on Spotify, it's not the same. Yeah, so I wonder if they know why. about that. Yeah, maybe, maybe, we maybe should they'll listen to this podcast and, <laughs> and we should tweet it and be like, hey, Diamond Youth, you should fix that on Spotify. Yeah, I got to hear those harms, bro. Those harms are pretty awesome. I love to feel the harms, which oh, brings me yeah. to the next song, track number five, which is called The Feeling. This is one that I would recommend for sure. Oh, nice. Um, it's definitely like way faster than the last song, but also the few songs before that. I think it maybe is like tempo-wise the fastest song on the album. Yeah, but it has like the driving. uh, I don't know. It has like one of my favorite things, um, or one of the most catchy like ways to write a song. I think is like the beginning of this song. And if anybody has listened to the new Flatliners album, there's one song called "Souvenirs" on that that album, where it just has like it's like strumming guitar chords and then like a really really simple melodic guitar line over the top of it 
and obviously drums are still going as well. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a super easy, like really catchy way to start a song and to yeah. just like it, engage it's the listener it, like really quickly. Yeah. yeah. It draws you in big time. Yeah. Um, my favorite part in this song is in that first chorus, like maybe like, I don't know, 40 to 50 seconds in. Um, and it goes for a couple of times where they will kind of cut out from the driving guitar chords um, yeah. and it'll just be drums and the guitar comes in before like the rest of the band comes back in and then they do the whole thing again and it's just like it creates this really nice space in the song and every time I hear that I'm like ooh <laughs> hmm yeah just a, a nice touch very much thematically so. another failed relationship <laughs> yep it's like uh, maybe that's the theme of the EP I don't know mm. I think it might be um, the guitar solo is really um, pretty dope on this song. They doubled it in octaves, I think. Um, so if you go back and listen to it, you can tell it's uh, it's kind of hefty. Like it's definitely not one guitar part playing. Yeah, um, and I'm fairly certain it's, it's in octave, which which sounds really cool. Hmm. Yeah, just octaves well done. octaves are a really good way to make the sound like just feel a lot bigger, thicker, thicker, more or more full. Yeah, thicker. Yeah, more full. Yeah. Really good. Uh, moving on to, to track number six. This is definitely my favorite song on the album um, and one of my favorite Diamond Youth songs. It's called mm. Keep Dreaming. Yeah. Why um, do you like, like this one so much? Uh, the melody and the arrangement and just melody. everything about it. Uh, yeah. But, like, I find myself singing the chorus of this song to myself even if I haven't listened to this album in a long time. Oh, really? Just, yeah, like this. So you go on screaming. Yeah, it's just like the 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 crests and the falls in that melody. Like it's just like built super well. Like if you think yeah. about like going up and down, like it's just really nice. Yeah, yeah, they do. They go like yeah. I I know what you mean with the crests yep. and the falls. Up yeah, down, up down, down up. It's just it's yeah. like, kind of like a really pleasant um, roller coaster of a melody. Yeah, it is very um, pleasing to the ear. Yeah, but I also I love how they start off with that um, that swelling guitar, like that soft guitar that swells in, and he just does a uh, a falsetto of the chorus. Yeah, um, and it's just super nice. But then when they go to the actual chorus with the full band, it's full. He full voices it, and it just sounds so good. Yeah. Um, but the ver- like the second verse is awesome when they do the palm muting and the drums on the toms. Uh, it's like real mm-hmm. powerful, and again that grungy hard like you could tell it's influenced from the hardcore aspect of the band yeah for sure um, but just it's got a lot of dynamics and really cool stuff in this song um, the chorus slaps like master disguise it's just so good yeah. <laughs> like master of disguise what you slap me i slap you <laughs> oh you slap me i slap you <laughs> I slap mr you. slappy dummy man <laughs> <laughs> that movie oh has more gosh. slaps than anything else i can think of oh my gosh um, that movie to, to be brutally honest uh, I wish that this EP was just keep dreaming seven times in a row. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd be happier if it was just this song I'd repeat seven times, which I can do that myself. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. that good. It's it's so good. It uh, Yeah, this song is really good. Yeah. I, uh, I recently found this. Uh, do you remember in college? I think you burned me a copy of like all of their music to that to date probably i recently it would have been uh, all the EPs, i think right yeah i recently found that in my car 
and and went back and listened to it and the entire time I was listening to like all the combination of the EPs I was like oh my gosh I forgot how good like <laughs> how good they are like writing awesome melodies and like really good songwriting and the composition and like how they put their songs together is so good yeah and I will say I didn't uh, um, I threw the um, the record on my uh, turntable the other week and I, I tried to play along with my guitar yeah. Um, and they're somewhat complex chord structures, but on like throughout a verse where you'd expect the chord structure to repeat, they do. They it doesn't repeat. Like they'll throw in some different chord, and I'm like, oh, what what the heck? It's it's hard oh, to really? follow along to. Yeah. Nice. And I didn't notice how like how many little touches and how many fun chords they threw in until I started to like try to play with it. So it's mm. just like a, a testament to like how how much thought they put into it because they could have just done the same um, chord pattern. I don't know, three or four times and said, here's our verse. Yeah, uh, but they sure. did. They added nice little ornaments, passing chords, fun things. And then on the second repetition, different chords. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they're a great band. Yeah. They're, they're very, great. they're very pleasant to listen to. Yeah. Filled with pleasantries. <laughs> Filled with pleasantries. <laughs> Which brings us, brings us to track number seven, pleasantries. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Another good one. This um, one slows down a little bit. From it gets the a little waltzy when they yeah. throw in that triple meter at the little, beginning. Yeah, 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 a little three, four time at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Or I like guess maybe beaching. it's six, eight. Who knows? Who knows? I didn't. I didn't analyze it close enough to to figure out. I'd I'd say probably three, four, but I'm not the best at differentiating three, four, and six, eight. I know you can figure it out, but it, I'm not great at it. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I mean, it is it is a similar feel. The only difference is, is like I guess. Uh, I don't know. There's a difference. I can't remember. Yeah, subdivisions know. or something like that. Yeah. My music theory days are far behind me. I don't remember. <laughs> I've retained enough to know some little things here and there yeah. to where I listen to music and I can apply it, but I, I'm not, I don't remember what a French second is. <laughs> a French second? Oof, man. Yeah. Is that something? I don't remember what that is either. Oh, it's something. There's <laughs> really? an Italian one also, yeah. Ooh, I remember when we learned about it, I was like, ooh, that's cool. I'm going like, to use that in my songs. Never happened. Uh, yeah, I don't, wow, I don't remember what that is either. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, back to Pleasant Trees. <laughs> um, I'm, French second is very pleasant, but uh, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, it's really cool that they have that triple meter, but then like halfway through, these heavy guitars like kick in and it, it's right back to 4-4. Four, four. Yep. And right back to more of the uh, falsetto singing. Yeah. Why can't um, we just the, oh, 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 I think the, oh, the song oh, switches thematically with that a little too, like the the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like trying to figure out if they should like be friends. I, I mean, I think it's a failed relationship and they're like, can we do like, should we be friends? What are they, what's everyone going to say? And then after that goes to 4-4, four, four, he's like, you know what? I believe in us. We can... Uh, we can move on and, and uh, be our own person or whatever. So yeah, the, yeah. they get that confidence whenever he gets into that ah, that, that falsetto part. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the song ends with them going back to the, the triple meter, right? I think so, yeah. And it gets quiet. Yes. Oh, also... It's not about what the others say. The others say, ooh, ooh. ooh. I think that's the end of it. I also I forgot about the last song "Keep Dreaming." Do you remember the outro on that one? Uh-uh. It's some girl singing and playing the acoustic guitar, oh, just singing yeah. the chorus. 
Yeah, I wonder who that is. I don't know, but I, I, I don't know why I just forgot about it when we were talking about it, but it's kind of cool because it's just this girl, just like, I don't know if she's like a, a f- relative or a girlfriend or something, but it's this female vocalist playing, well, I'm assuming she's the one playing the acoustic guitar um, and singing the chorus. I'm just like, oh, cool. It's just a, a nice yeah. little touch. Yeah, very nice little touch. Pleasantries all around. Um, do you have anything to say about that, the, the last song, though? Uh, other than that, it's fantastic and that everybody <laughs> should go listen to this EP because it's great. That's Fair all I enough. have to say. It's, it's a killer EP. Um, their first EP, I think, is just self-titled, like DMND, <laughs> Diamond. Yes. Um, and it's, it's also really good. Maybe we'll, we'll do that one day. Uh, but I think for sure we'll do the rest of their EPs. Um, they have one called Orange. 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 Uh, they got one called Shake. And then, that's the one that I haven't listened to. Ooh, I haven't listened to it one. the most. Red water wasted. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And, and then can't shake the feeling, can't shake. <laughs> right. Okay. Yep. Oh, there's so I'm many good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it just sounded like. Oh, McDonald's man. theme. Um, Definitely not that. But and then they had an album in 2015 as well. And I, I do not remember what the album is called, but it's it's a good one. Well, nothing matters, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, that's the all right. that's that's well, what it's called. Yeah. Well said, Jesse. Yeah. Well said. Um, Overall, yeah, though, um, I mean, just a fantastic album. Just like really catchy stuff. Really good is. melodies. Easy if, to if, listen uh, to. If this episode gets one person to listen to Diamond Youth, then that's, I'd that say mission is accomplished. a win. That is definitely yeah. a win for sure. I mean, even if it doesn't, then it's just still fun to talk about Diamond Youth. Because uh, yeah. probably after we are done recording, I'm just going to go listen to a bunch of their stuff, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, Or I really maybe I'll go watch well. Sandman. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I, I do need to watch that. I almost kind of want to read it before, though. Yeah, but I don't have the book, and I have Netflix, so one of them is a little bit easier right now. Yeah, maybe I could go to Rick's Comic City and get... There's, I think they're graphic novels, right? They're probably in graphic novels yeah, right now. Probably, yeah. It's a, a Neil Gaiman book. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, your, I, uh... I definitely need to. <laughs> anyway, yeah, back to the podcast. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the beer now that uh, it's warmed up a little bit? I, um, in my I think opinion, it's gotten better. I, yeah, I do, I do too. And I think I'm getting the grains more than I did before. Yeah, I think I'm getting less of the uh, almost like oily citrusness. I don't know if mm-hmm. oily does that make sense to you? Yes, oily? and I believe that was in the, the descriptor uh, description yeah. of the, the the brew. Yeah, I'm getting less of that oiliness and more of the like, I guess, yeah, like grainy texture. Like it's almost like more of like, like a oh, little yeah. more balanced. I mean, it's not oatmeal, but like that's what I'm trying to get. No, at. no, but like, I, I know what you mean. Oily I know what you mean. or oatmeal, like it's just a little bit thicker, <laughs> and there's like a little bit more density to it. There we go. That's the right word. Density. Density. It's good. You are my density. <laughs> you are my density? Yeah, from back... Destiny. Do you remember in Back to the Future? That's what George McFly was supposed to say, but he screwed it up. He was trying to talk to Lorraine. He said, Lorraine, <laughs> you are my density. <laughs> he was supposed to say destiny, though. Yeah, he wrote down his speech, but he messed it up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, go back and watch the first Back to the Future. It's so good. Wow, yeah, I haven't watched those Killer. movies in a long time. It holds up. 
Um, looking forward to our next set of episodes. I think we're going to have some regular format episodes where we uh, recommend albums for each other. Each other to listen to, yes. Yeah. And you have had me listen to Future Me Hates Me by yes. The Beths. By the or Beths. The Beths. The Beths. Yeah, I don't really know. How do you say it? The Beths. Beths. I'm sure it's The Beths, but I'm going to say The Beths. But they're from Australia or New Zealand, so you have to say The Bits. Yeah, I looked it up, and they're Australian, but they live in New Zealand, which is okay. interesting. So they're the bits. The bits. Oi, Hello, you bits. see the bits? Yeah. yeah. Let's go, let's go see great. the bits. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, we're terrible at accents. Uh, you're terrible. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, but I have recommended for you the first album by Masked Intruder, which I believe is self-titled. Yes, it is. Yeah. Which it's, should be a fun one to listen to. Should be. I don't know which one we're going to do first because we'll split them up into different episodes. But when we know, you'll know. Heck yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, technically we'll know first, but who yeah, cares? we'll know first. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Say love. Yeah, vie, nothing matters. Right? Say love. Nothing vie. matters. <laughs> Diamond Youth. Um, shall we uh, finish this beer and sign off? Yes, let's. As we always say on American Brews and Tunes. Down the youthful diamond hatch. Oh my goodness! Mm, still tasty to the end. Anyways, All the sediment is at the bottom. Was at the bottom for me. Delicious. That, that's where you get the the uber flavor. Yes. Thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Stephen Johnston, and my name is Jesse Titus. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should. Song American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity-beeby-dow! Ah!